What's in a name? A rose by any other name would smell as sweet, or would it? Welcome to the Easier with a Friend podcast, where friends share ideas about life's burning questions. This is Chi and Elaine. And today we are discussing a topic inspired by the recent controversy surrounding Hilaria Baldwin. Yep, if you haven't heard about it, basically, she's been married to Alex Baldwin since 2012. They met in 2011. And this whole time, she's presented herself as one Hilaria Baldwin, seemingly born and raised in Spain. However, at the end of 2020, she was outed as actually being born and raised in Boston as Hillary Hayward Thomas. So she and I were just really fascinated by this story and just the whole thing about her choosing a Spanish name and what she and the world thought that meant. And we're not here to really judge her on what she's done. There's a whole bunch of back and forth about it right now. We were just thought about this whole name controversy and what does a name mean to you, right? Because a lot of times as Asians, right, I have a lot of Asian friends who as kids in school used Asian names that were just phonetically sounded out in English. And a lot of my friends would also have stories where they were teased about their Asian names. And people will always ask me, you know, because my name is Elaine. And so they'll be like, well, what's your real name? I'm like, it's actually Elaine. I was born here and my parents gave me an English name. So, I mean, Chi, what's in a name? I mean, you have an Asian name. Tell us a little bit about that and growing up with the Asian name. And have you ever thought about changing it? Uh, All of that. So my name is Chi, that's C-H-I. It doesn't sound like a hard name. It's not a complicated name. It's not (laughs) Daenerys Targaryen by any means, but I have been called so many different names throughout my life, my American life, put it that way. The most popular one is Chai. That's the, the default one that people always go to is like Chai. And I have to admit when I was, a lot younger and very shy, like just depressingly shy. (laughs) I like this science teacher, I believe that was in sixth grade or something like that, called me shy for the whole entire year and was too scared to correct her. In any case, it's interesting because when I was in high school, I officially became an American citizen. And I had an opportunity at that time to choose an American name. So I have two siblings. One of them officially chose an American name for himself, my brother did. My sister, her name is actually quite complicated. It's hard to say in English. So she actually goes by an American name just to make it easier at work. Although her name isn't, I guess, legally changed. And my name, I had considered changing it, and it's funny to think about it now, but at that time, because I had the option, I had considered changing it to either Hillary, or at one point, I even try out Chloe. But in the end, by the time I was in high school, I had already met you guys, my group of friends, and everybody knows me as Chi. 
it was just even more work now to get all of my <laughs> friends to start calling me, let's say Hillary or something else. So I stuck with my name throughout my life, but it's definitely a struggle that I very much relate to. And I have to say though, as I've gotten older, I can't imagine having another name. I can't imagine being called Chloe or and by any other name. It's just this is my name. It's just my name. I think it's really interesting uh, that you point out right that you thought about changing your name, that you went through that struggle. And I think back about, I mean, our life together as friends and the, the stuff we've gone through, the people we've met. And I, I just think it's so interesting, right? Because names are powerful. Names have power. This is why when kids bully each other and they call each other names, that's why it hurts, right? Because it has a connotation. It has it denotes something, whether you think that's status or cachet, right? And, and I'm sure that's why Hilaria or Hillary felt like she needed to change her name to Hilaria because she wanted to connote a certain personality, a certain je ne sais quoi, should we say, right? <laughs> but it's interesting because it's not uniquely an Asian struggle. I mean, yes, we do struggle with it because if you were born here and your parents gave you an Asian name or you immigrated here and you had that Asian name from your home country, a lot of times it's a struggle for Westerners to renounce it. And it, again, it almost before anyone meets you, it says a certain thing about you, right? You say the name, whether it's Asian or Indian or African, you know which culture that person comes from and people form idea of who you are without ever having met you. And it's not just an immigrant struggle because in college, she and I had a couple of classmates. So we were retail merchandising slash fashion design majors in college and not so much, I think the retail majors, but I think the fashion majors really used to struggle with whether or not they wanted to keep their very, for lack of a word, plain Jane kind of name. We had one classmate that I particularly remember. Her name was Sarah, spelled normal Sarah, S-A-R-A-H. You would not look at the name and pronounce it any other way. And I remember the first day of class, the teacher called Roll, and she was like, Sarah, Sarah, nobody's answering. And then all of a sudden she goes, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I go by Sarai. <laughs> so I didn't recognize it when you called my name. And she and I were both just kind of, taken aback, I guess, because you can see that her name is clearly spelled Sarah. There's no I anywhere in it. But, you know, she wanted to be a certain person. And I think she felt like going to college, being away from the parents, maybe being away from her old life and changing the name meant that she could be living this other personality. I don't know, but I find it really fascinating. Chi, do you remember? I certainly do. And I thought that it was quite interesting because she has now given herself the same problem I had, which again, doing roll call, the teacher would be like, Chai, Chai Ing Win. <laughs> and I, of course, have gone through 18 years of this, or at least, you know, 10 years of this in America was ready. Any version of Chi, Chai, Chia, any of those, I respond to. <laughs> and, and so I was always prepared for the teacher to mess up my name. 
And as soon as she got to my name, I would raise my hand. And by then, of course, I would be, be able to say it's pronounced chi and correct them right away. And usually they will put a note on their little piece of paper that it's, they will write on there phonetically C-H-E-E or whatever they want to say to help them remember. But I remember when she did that, I was like, there's no I at the end. There's no other magic. There must be an invisible or silent I or something. I don't know, but it spells Sarah. And and we respected her choice, right? We respected her choice to be called what she wanted to. But I always thought that it was an interesting thing because she, it's almost like the reverse, but the same problem I was experiencing. So, yeah, I mean, it, I think it's fascinating because I think as women, the struggle with the name thing is is even greater than men, right? It's, it's, and that's outside of the whole Asian or not thing. I think as a woman, you've got the whole maiden name, married name, which name are you keeping? And people will judge you also on that. You know, are you going to keep your maiden name and all of that stuff? Because especially like Chi and I are in mixed race, you know, relationships. So we have husbands with extremely different last names than our own. And I think that's just a whole, I think that's just a whole thing. Elaine, you have a, what we would call a traditional American first name, just Elaine. And then you have your more Chinese last name that you got from your dad. But when you got married, you decided to stick with your, what we would call maiden name. What's your reason? What's, what's the reason behind that? And how does your husband feel about that? So it was super complex, the reason I decided to keep my name. So um, strap in, listeners. We're going to do an hour of this. <laughs> now, I'll, I'll try to keep it short. But um, there's so many reasons, right? And I, I do want to start off with a shout out to my husband, actually, because he's very supportive. I think a lot of guys are very threatened or maybe threatened is not the right word. You know, maybe I don't understand exactly a man's viewpoint about you taking his name when you get married. They take a traditional stance on it, I guess. Yes. Uh, but I think for a lot of reasons, right? I, th I think men maybe are conditioned by society to think, oh, you should be proud to have my last name. We're a family now, you know, you married me. I don't, I'm not 100% sure of the reason, right? And, and some women are conditioned to think like that too, right? Um, they're excited to take their husband's last names. They're excited to not no longer be their maiden name, whatever it is, because they're just excited to be married. And, and that's all well and good. You know, I think there's a whole spectrum of ways to feel about this. And however you feel is you're entitled to your feelings on it. What I really love and respect deeply about my husband is that he is very open to all forms of whatever I want to do with my name, hyphenate it, keep it, change it. And he respects my decision about it. And honestly, I still struggle with whether or not to change my name because he's so great about it. If he had been one of those guys who was extremely, you must take my name or else, or, you know, you, there's just no choice. You, you have to have my name We're we're getting married. That's the way tradition is. I would definitely not have taken his name. That's just my <laughs> personality, but also I may not have married him. That's also my personality. I don't like to be told what I can or cannot do. I 
knew he was my diamond when I had asked him that question. And he said, you know what? I will respect your decision. I'd love for you to have my last name, but I understand why you wouldn't want to change it. So this is the reason why sometimes I still go back and forth. And sometimes I think, eh, I'll change it. It'll make him super happy, right? He, he doesn't say it, but he'd probably still be super happy. But the reasons I don't change it, which I, I know, sorry, it was a long circle. But the reasons I didn't change it, A, like you said, I already have an American first name. I think maybe if I had an ethnic first name, it wouldn't have felt so much like my entire cultural identity might be changing if I took a Western last name. But if I became Elaine Warren, right, that's my husband's last name, then you read my name on an email or you see it in a text message or wherever, you'll think I'm a American woman. And because I was born here, I really don't speak English with an accent. So even hearing my voice on the phone and then hearing my name, you would have no idea that I'm Chinese. And I think the even harder thing is that you know, my father passed away five years ago. So, you know, we never got a chance to get his blessing when we got married. I'm sure that if I had been able to get his blessing, like, you know what, my dad's that kind of guy. He's like, you know, whatever, you get married, it's American tradition, take your husband's last name, whatever, right? But because I never got the chance to ask him, it's almost like it's the last thing that ties me to him. We share that common last name of Lynn, and it's the one thing I will carry through the rest of my life. And of course, I have memories of him and all of that stuff, right? But I guess the, um, sorry, the, the cultural identity that ties us together, for me, resonates through my name even more now that he is gone. That for me was a big deciding factor. And then of course, I'm a big old feminist. Again, I don't think that's a secret. I really thought about it and was like, if one day I have a daughter, I just want her to see that there are examples out there, right? If you don't want to change your last name, you don't have to. Whatever society says or whatever anybody says, you know, it is your choice. If you want to do it out of love, no problem. But it should be your choice to do it. And like I said, honestly, I still struggle with it sometimes because Nick is so wonderful about it. So God knows next year I might pop up on this podcast and my name might be Elaine Warren. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. So as someone who did decide to change my name when I got married, I can still relate to very much everything you just said. I still struggle with the decision. So I can so relate to all your reasons for doing it and all your reasons for not. So obviously my first name is ethnic and therefore I didn't have the same kind of struggle with, okay, now my name will sound completely quote unquote American, right? It'll always be chi something or another. <laughs> um, but yes, I didn't have that same struggle. And my husband is one of those guys that was like, hey, this is something that means a lot to me that you take my last name and that we become a family. This is something that, I mean, and his family is one of those where there is like a big Western tradition in, in terms of the family name. And But me as an Asian woman, our Asian culture, women don't typically 
take their husband's last name. This isn't just a, oh, if you're marrying a Western guy, you won't do it. But if you're marrying an Asian guy, you would do it. No, women in the Asian culture don't typically change their last name because of marriage. This is something for us that's steeped in our tradition as much as changing your last name when you get married is something that's a very Western cultural thing, right? And so I still struggle. And I right now today am glad I did mostly because my kids, I have two daughters. They of course have their dad's last name. And I like the idea of being their mom and having their same last name. I know it seems silly. Nobody's going to start pulling, making me pull out my ID to question what my last name is to prove I'm their mom, but it makes me feel a connection to them. It makes me feel like I am their mom and we have the same name and we are a family and That's the main reason why I don't regret changing my last name. But I always joke with my husband that if if we didn't have kids, (laughs) if we didn't have kids, then probably I wouldn't have made the same decision. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I know I struggle with it because in my professional life, in my job, I go by Chi Win. I go by my quote unquote, maiden name. And then I use my husband's last name, just an initial at the end. I have that M there to notate that that's this more information at the end. But but for all intents and purposes, people know me as Chi Win at work. It's funny because I think for our group of friends, just from the women that I know in our generation right now, there is not a clear one-sided situation. We have plenty of friends who did take their husband's last name. We have plenty of friends who did not. We even have some friends who, when they have more than one kid, would give their second child the mother's last name instead of all the kids having their dad's last name. And it's funny, going back to my husband, we have two daughters, both of course have his last name. And Mm -hmm. he would always tell them, you don't have to change your last names. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I would jokingly tell him, hey, but how come you made me change my last name? And he said, you have a different generation. It's different for you. But for them, it's different now. It's different. They don't have to change their last names. So, <laughs> there's nothing like having daughters to help the guys see the other side of the argument. I think that's awesome. But I also think that's that's the definition of progress. You might go into life with one view. And the great thing about the world is that you can learn and you can change. So kudos to Tony for being the (laughs) other side now. Speaking of marriage and kids, I did want to ask, so your kids actually both have Vietnamese first names, right? Yes. Yes. So how did you come to that decision? And Tony was on board, I'm assuming, obviously. And so, you know, uh, tell us a little bit about the thought process on that. Yeah, so we actually, when we found out we were pregnant, we, like a lot of other expecting parents, had a list of names. My husband and I, he is Hispanic and I am Vietnamese. And we thought it was important that the girls really understand their culture. We didn't want our kids to be far from that reminder of who they are, put it that way. And because they were going to have a Mexican last name, the default, I guess, in Western culture is that kids will take their dad's last name. So there was no debating that, if you will. I made a good, solid argument for giving them Vietnamese first names. 
<laughs> and because he didn't want to have to give up his Mexican last name, he decided that he was going to give in to this one as long as I chose names that were easy enough for him to say, like easy enough name to say. And I chose for my daughters two very easy Vietnamese first names. We understand, though, that they're growing up in America and we understand that their identity is going to be a Vietnamese Mexican American. But we do know that the American part is very much a part of it. We were also a little bit afraid that they were going to hate the name we chose for them. <laughs> so <laughs> we decided to give them middle names that are American. And we gave them Vietnamese first name, American middle name, and then, of course, their dad's Mexican last name. That's how we came to that conclusion. But again, we have friends who, and I think this part is really interesting, too, because when it comes to our own name, we didn't have necessarily a choice in making that decision. Our parents chose the names for us, right? And we didn't really have a choice. Your parents went with more American names. And then some of us who were born in other countries came here with the name that our parents chose for us, which were more ethnic names. But in when we have kids, when our group of friends have kids, and when you and Nick have kids, you guys get to make that decision as to what name to give your kids. And I always think that it's, it's super interesting because, again, our group of friends pretty much grew up in literally the same bubble. You know, We have very similar parents, very similar traditions and, and ideas, whatever you want to call it. But we made, when it comes to naming our kids, we made different decisions. Some of them made decisions that to go with more Americanized name, and then some went with more ethnic names. And some, we even have some that went with firstborn having an American name and the second born having a more ethnic name. So there was definitely a change of a uh, change of thinking, if you will, in between the two kids. So what are, what are you and Nick planning to do? Have you guys talked about kids names or anything like that? Well, I don't have a problem with the kids having his last name. That was never in question. I think that's not only a Western tradition, right? It's a Eastern tradition as well. Obviously I have my dad's last name and I don't really have an issue with that because the kids don't have an identity, you know, they don't identify as one name yet and then have to change to another name. So the kids are definitely going to have his last name. I don't have an issue with that. Uh, we're probably going with English first names, honestly. Now, so it is a bit of a struggle, right? Because once again, now my kids will have an English first name, an English last name. And so I think my personal compromise is that they'll probably have a Chinese middle name. Nick's kind of on board whichever way, as long as they have his last name. <laughs> I think when my parents' generation arrived here in America, for them or to them, it was a way of assimilating into the culture. And also, I think in their generation, it was a sign that they were educated enough to choose an English name, right? That they knew a bevy of English names to pick from whenever they got here to pick as their first name. And so I think that was the one thing for their generation, at least, and probably also contributed to, to them naming all of their kids, because I also don't have any second or third cousins, I believe, that have phonetically Chinese first names. I think that at some point we'll probably see the trend reverse and Asians will suddenly be like, well, we're proud of our Asian names and we're going to use the Asian names, you know, spelled phonetically or, or whatever. Um, I don't know for sure, but that's that would be my guess. I think what for me, I've come to embrace this past maybe 10 years or so, I've come to the realization that America is so unique. We are a country with so many different cultures 
And at this point, what is an American quote-unquote name? We have friends who have all sorts of names. We have American people who are going by Sarai instead of Sarah. It's it's <laughs> no longer a clear-cut picture of what America is and what America looks like. We have American names that are or Western names that are complicated to say that you will probably still need to help your teacher pronounce doing roll call, even though you it's clearly a Western name. And it's a trend in recent years for people to name their kids all kinds of weird things and spell them in all kinds of weird ways, right? And so it's no longer a necessity to have a simple, clean, easy to pronounce Western name. And I don't really consider my names or my girl's name to be ethnic. I just consider them to be names that have a, has an origin that is Vietnamese. I definitely agree with that. And I think we definitely have the generations of hipsters and millennials to thank for that a little bit. That they're, <laughs> I, and I think it's actually wonderful that they draw on all kinds of backgrounds for names. And it's a beautiful way to pay homage to perhaps a culture that you admire to use a name that originated from that culture. And I think that's a great point, actually, to wrap up today's podcast. So we reached the conclusion again of today's episode of Easier with a Friend. Again, we deeply, deeply appreciate all of you for tuning in. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Easier with a Friend, on our Facebook page, Easier with a Friend, or email us at easierwithafriend at gmail.com.